Welcome to the Queer Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Crossenhill. This podcast is about an idea. It's the radical idea that queerness is a gift and that the divine celebrates it rather than merely accepts it. We'll explore the special role that queer people are meant to play in the coming spiritual awakening. Through the lives and stories of queer people, we'll explore the many ways of approaching the divine and how the sacred reveals itself in everyday actions. Most of all, this is a podcast about love. It's about the love of the universe. It's about love between people. And it's about the love a community can share with one another. Thank you for joining me. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Queer Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Crossenhill. Have you ever read something on social media that instantly just didn't sit right with you? The other day, I was scrolling through my social media, as I want to do when I have a little downtime, and I don't spend much time scrolling. But when you're an entrepreneur, you need to interact with people on social media to some extent, make posts, engage with other people whatever. At any rate, I came across a post where someone was strongly convinced that religion and spirituality are the same thing. Yeah, it struck me that way too. This person even went so far as to add that while others will make a point and often distinguish that they are spiritual rather than religion, than religious, that it's actually, it doesn't really matter because they're the same thing. So this person was strongly convinced that religion and spirituality are exactly the same thing. It doesn't matter. And if you call yourself spiritual, somehow you don't really understand because they're all both the same thing. They're just beliefs, right? So anyway, right away, I had a powerful negative reaction to that statement. And I think that most people would. I follow human design, and in human design, my design, human design type is driven by responding to things. And this response comes from our sacral. So it's this sort of gut reaction. And that response is our strategy of how we decide what we want to talk about. So when I read that, I just had this instant, like, no way in my sacral response. And I think from that response, I was like, you know, I'm going to talk about this on the next episode of the Queer Spirituality Podcast. So let's explore this a little bit. My good friend and spiritual coach, Roz Kincaid, likes to start with the dictionary definitions of words whenever she's trying to break something down or really explore the meaning of an idea like this. So I thought it would be interesting to take that approach here. So I went out and Googled religion and spirituality just to kind of get a baseline of what the dictionary considers the difference to be before I go into my thoughts of what the difference is. So I looked up religion and I got this definition, the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a God or God's, or a particular system of faith and worship. So the dictionary definition of religion is 
is this idea of a belief in a superhuman power or powers, particularly a god or gods, and a particular system of faith and worship. So then I looked up spirituality, and I got this definition. The quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul, as opposed to material or physical things. So right away, this is a little different if you compare religion and spirituality. There's a big difference between these definitions. But sometimes you need to go deeper even than the dictionary definitions. You really need to break it down a little bit and look at it in its component parts. I knew that religion and spirituality were not the same thing. If they were, maybe I would have called this podcast the Queer Religion Podcast. But as far as I know, there are no queer religions. And if I'm wrong, if you know of a queer religion that I don't know about or I haven't heard of, please visit my website at queerspirituality.net, hit my contact form, and fill me in because I'd love to hear about it. But in seriousness, let's break down some of the differences between religion and spirituality and why I specifically chose to discuss queer spirituality on this podcast as opposed to making this a podcast about religion and queer people in religion. Because there, again, there isn't really any particular queer religion. So one thing I noticed right away in the definitions, is that spirituality is about the quality of being concerned with the human spirit as opposed to material and physical things. We could say that the goal of religion is similar, but in practice, many religions fail in this aspect. We've seen a rise in involvement in the politics of resentment by different religious groups and churches in particular today, particularly evangelicals. We've also seen many religious paths become mired in pursuing material goods. We've seen prosperity gospel and looking for material wealth, and we see stories of religious leaders, whether they're mainstream Christian churches or other things who are driving fancy cars and and spending a lot of money um, on suits and and material things. In fairness, though, many people who call themselves spiritual also focus too strongly on physical abundance and manifesting material goods. Obviously, we see this a lot. Um, People talk about manifesting. They always talk about the car or the house or the things that they want to manifest. I think the important thing to understand here is that religious people get it wrong sometimes, but spiritual people do too. So maybe they're not so different in that respect because it's easy to get distracted and focus on the wrong things, to focus on the physical and the material things rather than focusing on the human spirit or soul. Another difference is that religion is defined as a particular system of faith and worship. It's the beliefs and practices ideally behind spirituality. 
But as a system, it can perhaps be rigid or rules-based. I mean, systems are man-made. As a result, some religions exclude queer people. And keeping in mind that while queer people have always existed, queer identity is a relatively new concept. It's a relatively new thing in when you look at the grand timescale of human existence and history and evolution. Religions that don't evolve cannot create space for new ideas and ways that some people identify spiritually. Um, so queerness being fairly new, religions haven't evolved or some religions haven't evolved in order to create that space to understand queerness as an identity and understand it as just another way of being. Spiritual, spirituality, focusing less on the beliefs and practices and more on the condition of the human spirit, is better able to accommodate new identities and ideas. This is why I focus on queer spirituality. As I said, I don't know of any queer religions, but many queer people have found their own way of focusing on the human spirit or soul that celebrates and embraces their queerness and their queer identity. And in fact, I've had many of these people on as guests. And while some of them have been part of various religions, our conversation has always focused more on the spiritual aspect of that and how their queerness is supported by their spirituality and how they use the practices, the beliefs, and the system of religion to advance their spirituality and their understanding of the spiritual nature of their queerness. I also find it interesting that the definition of religion includes a belief in God or gods, but the definition of spirituality does not. That leaves me wondering if a belief in a higher power is even necessary for a belief in a human spirit or soul. To me, it would be. And maybe that's part of the difference between religion and spirituality, though. Religion is specifically about a belief in a god or gods, while spirituality allows for a more abstract idea or belief in a higher power. And that feels arbitrary to me, however, as the difference between a belief in God or gods and the belief in an abstract higher power feels a little bit like splitting hairs. So maybe maybe it is possible to believe in a human spirit or soul and not believe in a higher power. Not real sure. For me, it feels like that would be hard to do. But if you, you know of examples or you are an example, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to hear how that works for you. Because for me, I just don't see how you believe in the soul without believing in something else out there. So um, yeah, so I'm not sure how that works, but I think that that's a distinction there between religion and spirituality. For me, the real beauty of spirituality, though, is that it isn't a system of beliefs or practices, but more a direct approach to the condition of the human soul. And what I mean by that is it leaves things open and allows us to find the beliefs and practices that most feed our souls. And of course, as I mentioned on this podcast, I've talked with a lot of guests 
about many different beliefs and practices and how those beliefs and practices affirm and celebrate their queer identity and how they use those beliefs and practices to explore their spiritual nature and the nature of their soul and the nature and meaning of why they're here and what they are here to do. Spirituality for many of my guests has given them a sense of purpose and connection. This lack of reliance on any one set of beliefs and practices for me makes spirituality more about our relationship with the divine, however we perceive it. Whether divine is God, goddess, gods, an abstract something that is everywhere, however you perceive the divine, for me, spirituality is more about our direct experience of the divine and our direct relationship with it. The beliefs and practices that I adopt are the ones that make me feel closest to the divine and that nourish my soul the most. And I think that this is true of most of the guests that have been on the podcast, the beliefs and practices that they've adopted and taken as part of their spirituality are the ones that make them feel the closest to the divine. And this is very different from religion in which the beliefs and practices are dictated by you, by the religion itself. So spirituality leaves it open-ended and allows you to choose the beliefs and practices that nourish you, whereas religion dictates what those are. And while not true for all religions, some religions remove the direct experience and relationship with the divine. And what I mean by that is instead, other people play mediator between the believers and the divine. So this removes the divine and makes it easier for people to go through the motions without really thinking about or investigating how certain beliefs or practices feed the soul. Some religions, it's the the priest or the minister or the guru who maintains the connection and the relationship with the divine and the followers maintain the relationship with that mediator, intermediary instead of directly with the divine. And to me, that feels a little sterile. And I think it encourages the believers, the individuals to get a little lazy about the relationship with divinity. I think I've made it pretty clear that I disagree that religion and spirituality are essentially the same. Sure, they're related. Religion should lead one to spirituality, but it isn't a requirement to be spiritual. What I mean is that religion should be the tool that creates your spirituality or that you use to explore your spirituality, but you don't need religion to be spiritual. One can indeed practice spirituality without religion, which leads us back to queer spirituality, since there are no queer religions. A lot of us either adopt and adapt existing religions, or we borrow tools and beliefs from multiple religions to explore queer spirituality. Queer spirituality should be sex positive. The kind of sex we're having or not having shouldn't even factor into spirituality. After all, if we revisit our definition of spirituality, it's focused on the human spirit not the physical things. Sex certainly is a physical activity. I would disagree that it's solely physical, as I do believe there's a spiritual element to sex. But the spiritual aspect of sex is not concerned with what gender you are or the gender of your partner. The spiritual nature of sex doesn't change because the people are involved are queer. 
And while the physical isn't the focus of spirituality, sexual intimacy certainly feeds the soul. Let me stress that sexual intimacy certainly feeds the soul. This is why religions that accept queer people, as long as they're not having queer sex, are so unhealthy. We cannot care for our souls while denying a huge part of who we are. And I think that that's really important, that spirituality doesn't focus on the physicality of it. Spirituality is concerned with the spiritual nature of it, whereas religion, with their rules and their beliefs and their practices, is looking at the physicality of the partners. What are their gender? How are they doing it? What are they doing? All of those kinds of things that religion gets mired in, where spirituality is just looking at the beautiful spiritual nature of it and allowing it to be. I've also always held that queer spirituality should celebrate queerness as a spiritual attribute. Queerness is a powerful spiritual gift. Our status as others gives us a different perspective. We see things that other people don't see. We see problems in the world and solutions that other people don't see. It also creates a comfortableness with the liminal. And previous guests in this podcast have discussed the liminality of queerness and the idea that it makes it much easier for queer people to access other spiritual worlds and realms. This can easily become a spiritual talent in which queer people help straight people understand and relate to their spirit better. And Charles Harrington, who came on the show and talked about the Terra vampires, um, shared that he felt that this was a role that many queer, re- t- queer tarot readers play. Toby Johnson, who was the founder of White Cream Journal and has written a number of books on queer spirituality, was once our guest speaker at Between the Worlds, um, the festival I co-founded with Michael Lloyd. And I remember him speaking in depth about the spiritual gift of compassion that many queer people have. Toby talked about the way that queer people cared for the sick and dying during the AIDS crisis. And for those of us who remember that time, there were a lot of people, a lot of medical professionals, a lot of people who would not care for people who were afflicted with AIDS because there was so much fear around AIDS when it was still newer and people were still understanding how it was spread. And I think we still see this compassion today with queer people being involved in animal rescues, working in healthcare settings, and finding other ways to express this spiritual gift of compassion for others, both human and animal. I can't even tell you how many queer people I know who are involved in some sort of animal rescue or volunteer at pet shelters or um, have adopted veganism from like a nonviolence, compassionate kind of viewpoint. So this compassion seems to be inherent in part of our spiritual gift of queerness. When you ignore spirituality, you ignore a portion of yourself and you must maintain your body, mind, and soul to be whole. We talk a lot about whole being and holistic, and spirituality is part of holistic because it's the whole. Spirituality is the soul maintenance piece of what makes us whole and makes something holistic, but too often it's overlooked. 
Unfortunately, a lot of queer people have had negative experiences with religion. I've known a lot of people who grew up in religions that didn't accept them for who they were and had terrible, terrible time with that. They often choose, unfortunately, to throw the baby out with the bathwater. They leave the religion they grew up in and shut the door on any kind of spirituality. It's obvious from everything I've been talking about that spirituality and religion are not the same thing. And a healthier approach would be to explore what it means to have a soul and find your own beliefs and practices to support it, just as so many of the guests on this podcast have been doing and talking about. But unfortunately, religious trauma often prevents people from having the courage to do that, or they carry shame and guilt that was programmed into them from that religion, and they aren't able to release that to explore their spiritual nature. Throwing away spirituality because religion didn't suit you is like saying you don't access the internet because you don't like the browser on an Android phone. Religion is simply a tool that helps you access your spirituality. I'm going to say that again. Religion is simply a tool that helps you access your spirituality. Like the internet, if a tool doesn't work for you, find a different one or create your own. And again, that's what we've been talking about on this podcast so much with the various guests, all the ways that they've found their own tools for accessing their spirituality. And I think this is important also because spirituality, again, is not about the physical. It's about the soul or the spirit component. And if we think about the physical, our physical body, our appearance, whether we're heavy, whether we're hairy, whether we're young, old, all of these things that we sometimes judge and divide ourselves into groups over, those are just like wearing clothes. They're just the physical clothes that our spirit or our soul is wearing. Underneath that is this spirit with great potential to be compassionate, to love, to move through those liminal spaces and bring wisdom and healing to the world. And when we adopt an attitude of spirituality, when we let go of religion and we let go of the focusing on the physical and material aspects, and we see one another as simply other beautiful spirits, we also create better, more cohesive communities that build each other up rather than tear each other down. On my other podcast, the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast, I talked to Buddhist minister Ayo Yutunde, who talked about the platinum rule. And the platinum rule, we all know the golden rule, right? Treat others as you wish to be treated yourself. But what Ayo talked about was the platinum rule, which was treat people as if they were living up to the potential that they have. So treat people as if they were being the best version of themselves. And I can't help but wonder if we adopt queer spirituality more and more in our communities and as part of that spirituality, then stop focusing so much on the physical and material aspects of who people are and instead adopt this platinum rule, how much more strength would we have in our communities to resist some of the attacks that we've been receiving from the outside? So I just 
kind of wandered a little bit there, but I just wanted to share some of my thoughts that were kind of coming up when I read this person saying that they believed spirituality and religion were the same because it really didn't sit right with me. And in really thinking about it and looking at the definitions of the words, it's very obvious that that's not at all true. In fact, spirituality and religion are very different. They can go together. They can be diff- They can be related. Religion can be a tool that allows you to access your spirituality. And spirituality can incorporate beliefs and different aspects of religion and practices, but they aren't necessarily exactly the same thing. And as queer people, we don't really have queer religion. So it's a beautiful gift and also a powerful responsibility that each of us has to explore and discover our own spiritual nature, our own soul. We have the the fortune of not necessarily being tied to any particular religion, and we can create our own beliefs and practices and tools that allow us to access a spirituality that celebrates our queerness as a beautiful spiritual gift that is sex positive and that enhances the way that we as liminal people can help the rest of the world and build a bigger table for others to join us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. This has been the Queer Spirituality Podcast with Julian Crossan Hill. If you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating on whatever site you get your podcasts at. Rating the show allows other people to discover it and be exposed to these ideas around queer spirituality. You can also find my blog and past episodes of this podcast at www.queerspirituality.net. That's www queerspirituality.net. You can also there find links to the Queer Spirituality Facebook group, my various social channels where you can get involved in the discussion or send me your feedback or questions or things you'd like to hear on the show. Thank you again for listening and for your support. Bright blessings.